0: welcome welcome back to another episode of frank's unsolicited advice and i apologize for not giving you one last weekend i was uh in a little bit of a funk i didn't have my stuff i wanted to try this new interface that just came in and i'm gonna do two episodes this week and my first episode is gonna be like a new addition to this and it's gonna be called burn my biscuits so when i get upset about something and i don't want to curse i say you know what really burns my biscuits and I go into it, right? So this week's episode of Burn My Biscuits, or this first edition of Burn My Biscuits, is going to be me talking about what happened to me yesterday. So uh, I'm not going to say the company's name, because they worked with me, they gave me back my money, so I don't want to cause them no customers, even though, you know, I should say their name, because I, I don't want anybody to go through what I went through, but maybe they, all right, maybe because of COVID, they don't have the right people in the office. So I just happened to get the short end of the stick. So I'm not going to say the name. But anyways, okay, I decided, my wife and I decided to get a pool for the kids being that COVID happened and the Navy said, wait a minute, you can't go nowhere, you got to stay home. So we was going to do that. On May 30th, we finalized the paperwork, gave our deposit. The guy said, in about three to four weeks, we have your pool. Before, they're trying to rush to get it before 4th of July weekend. Boom. About two weeks in, I said, well, let me call. Him. My wife's like, we, now that we're moving it to the other side of the yard, we can put it oval. Let's see if we can get an oval pool. I call. They tell me it's going to be about $200 more a month. I said, okay, no, we'll stick with the round. This ain't our forever home. Three weeks later, I still don't get a call, so I call him. Oh, Mr. Fred, we're missing paperwork. Well, what are you missing paperwork? I gave all the paperwork to the sales rep in my house. He was here. I paid him the money. You took my money. I signed paperwork. Why you don't have the paperwork? So they try to blame the sales rep. They did. I felt bad for the dude, you know. So I give the guy a call. I say, hey, listen, they saying they don't have it. He goes, what? I send it to them. Make a long story short, we get that figured out. On top of that, they throw in uh, a a pool cover for the wintertime. They throw in some other stuff, you know, trying to keep us happy. At that time, my wife was like, Frank, let's cancel. I said, well, Nick, I don't want to cancel you know these people. It, it could work out. The kids need something. I want something to do. It's hot. I, I I think it's a good idea. All right. So fast forward. I get a call two weeks after that, middle of July now, and they say, "Well, your, your pool's getting installed August third. Call eight one one for they can come mark the land. If there's any piping or electronic electrical wires or anything, then the way when we go to dig and set up shop." So I did. I take the time off. My wife takes the time off. Monday, August third is here. I'm excited. The pool's coming. I know bad weather's coming, but I'm like, man, it's not raining right now. They get here. They could install, be gone and we'd be good to go. Well, it's 1030. I don't get a call from the installers, the people that's coming in. So I called a company after being on hold for 47 minutes. Uh, I still don't got nobody on the phone. So my wife, I tell my wife, Hey, call from your phone and let's get somebody else in here. And she tries to, you know, she does get through. She goes through the sales department. Well, they're like, oh, well, the install is supposed to be for uh the 11th. And I say, well, that's not accurate because on the 11th, that, that, that's not even a thing. They didn't tell me that. So it turns out that what happened was they decided to cancel the install without telling me because of the bad weather that was coming. And I get it. Listen, I understand. Weather's coming But you don't wait to the day of install to call the customer and say, hey, sir, we're not installing today. You should have called me Friday, Saturday and said, hey, we're not coming on Monday. So don't take time off where you're going to move out to the 11th. And I probably would have still kept the pool by then because at least you're working with me. It's it's called customer service, you know. Well, they don't. So now I'm on the phone. Mind you, I started at 1030 with these people. I didn't get off the phone. Well, I didn't get done with them until 1730, 530 p.m. for you non-military folks. And the whole time I'm going back and forth. This one guy tried to strong arm me. He did, and I wasn't having it. He tried to insult my intelligence. Now, you know, at to remind him, you're not talking to a slouch, and you're not gonna play me like that. Like I know what the contract says, but who's breaching a contract here is not me. Is the company who's breaching a contract at this very point in time? Is that company? Well, we're not. We have 120 days to install the pool. Okay. But I was told by your sales rep that you have it installed before 4th of July. Fourth of July came and went. I got another call mid-July saying it was going to install August 3rd. August 3rd is here and still no pool. So who is breaching contract now? Who is breaking the agreement? It's not the customer. I'm not saying I don't want the pool no more because I can't afford it or I had to change a heart or I have buyers remorse. No, I'm saying I don't want it no more because you guys suck and you can't communicate right and of course, they start bringing out the resume. I've been we've been doing this for 38 years. We pride ourselves on customer service. OK, well, this 39th year of business with this customer this year, your customer service sucks. Well, we you know we, due to COVID-19 and uh, we've been having to hire people through a temp agency and and we've been trying to, uh, you know, just get different people in here. And it's just it's not the normal people. OK, sir, I, I get that. But COVID-19 is not only affecting you. It's affecting the entire world. It's a pandemic. It's affecting the military. It's affecting the Fortune 500 companies, the educational system. This is not something new. And it doesn't stop working. We continues to work and continue to run because we've adapted and overcome, right? Well, I'm sticking to the contract, sir. Okay, well, I, you're one person. There's somebody above. Let me speak to them. So now that was that was one guy. Finally, get they tell me they're going to call me back in an hour and 15 minutes. They don't call me back an hour and 15 minutes. So now I'm getting I'm getting bothered. It's burning my biscuits even more because now I have to call you up. I'm the customer and I'm following up with you. When you're the business, you should be following up on me. Well, finally, my wife gets involved because I, I have a headache. I don't want to deal with them. And the guy she's talking to, they they get nowhere. But when she passes me the phone, the phone hangs up. Now I gotta call these people back up. And it took me about another 30 minutes to get somebody on the line. Well. I say all that to say this: that by the time I was done with that young, with that man, that gentleman, I should say, because he was better, and I think that if I would have spoke to him sooner, I probably would have had the pool a long time ago. But I didn't get a hold of this person sooner, and like I told him, unfortunately for us, we didn't meet so we could do business. Because I really wanted the pool, I still want the pool, I just don't want to do business with them. And you know, we, he let me out the contract. He's refunding my money. Long story short, and I don't have to pay a penalty. But what burns my biscuits is the fact that you have the audacity as a company to sit there and blame the customer when it's not the customer's fault that you are not doing your job and not communicating accordingly like you should. You know, I just feel like you can't sit there and tell somebody, hey, Mr. Ferrer, uh, you know, you don't call me the day of install and tell me you're not coming to install. That just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? That's a big that's a big no-no. You know, you, you don't do that. And 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 the joke about it is that you try to play me and, and nah, I ain't got time for that. So when I pointed out to these people, listen, because, you know, they kept bringing up that they, they were hiring other folks that weren't part of the company. And, and, you know, it's not your normal people and that's not what they pride themselves with. And I said, so, OK, I'm a chief in the Navy. If I go out here and I get drunk and act, you know, stupid in public. The news is not going to say. Mr. Francisco Ferrer didn't didn't act right, accordingly. No, they're going to say Navy chief was drunk in public and made the Navy look bad. So those people represent your country, I mean, your, your company, sir. So therefore, if they give bad, bogus information, you're giving bad, bogus information. Isn't that correct? And you know what I got? I got this. Because he didn't have an answer. He didn't have an answer for me. None of them did. When I would throw that back at them, this is all I got. Why? Because they didn't have anything to say in return. And that burns my biscuits when people don't hold themselves in a professional manner. They don't uh, uh, handle themselves like they should. They don't do the things that they should be doing to ensure that we, as a customer, are, are good. And, and I feel that if at the end of the day, you're not doing your part, you're not holding up your end of the bargain, it's, I can cut ties because we're no longer on the same page. That, that clear, complete mutual understanding that we had moving forward in our business is not there no more. And that's what I did when I was in recruiting as well. I, I would never tell an applicant something that I couldn't guarantee or promise or that wasn't true. Why? Because I got to see these people again. And I've seen many of the people that I put in Navy after the fact I put them in. And I'm glad I'm still walking because I did the job right. If I was a grimy recruiter when I was out there, I would be probably dead right now. It's probably with me with a car because you're playing with people's lives. You know, I was looking forward to this with my kids to be able to do something. I'm on lockdown. I can't go nowhere. I can't even go to the mall. So that burns my biscuit. This, that's my addition of burn my biscuits. I didn't get the pool. It's still hot. <laughs> And, uh, I guess the only good thing about this, I got this new interface and I can do my podcast. I can do so much more. Anyways, uh, this is Frank's unsolicited advice, and this is the first ever edition of burn my biscuits.